Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. Listen, you date your partner and you date your friends. You also date your career and your hobbies. So it makes sense that you would also date your money. 
In this solo episode, I'm sharing how to have a successful money date and why they matter in the first place. Welcome to Everyone's Talking Money Podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Game. There's no judgment, no dumb questions, just smart conversations about you and your money. So come on in and grab a seat. Everyone is welcome here. Welcome to Everyone's Talking Money. This is the podcast dedicated to helping you just opt out of that negative self-talk and thinking around money so you can do money on your own terms and start embracing your self-worth over your net worth. If you are excited to do that, my friend, you are absolutely in the right place. Before we get into the episode, I just want to share with you that I am working on my 2024 speaking calendar, and I would love to have you invite me to speak your college, your company, your organization. If you don't know, I have been professionally speaking for over 20 years, and I just, I love creating unique events that are interactive and educational, and most definitely unlike any other money talk you have ever heard. I can promise, I can guarantee you that. So if you're interested in learning how you can invite me to speak at your next event, you can head to etmpod.link slash speaking, or just click the link in the show notes. It will take you right there for all the information. But I would love, love, love to put together a signature talk for your event, for your college, for your company, for your need. And uh, I promise you, we're going to have a really good time. Okay, let's dive into money dates. This was something that came up just recently over the Thanksgiving holiday. I was talking to some friends about money dates and they were asking me, why do you do this thing? Like you talk about a money date all the time and I hear other money experts talk about money dates, but why do you do these? Like the idea of this sounds terrorizing. So I I want you to embrace this concept and I want you to embrace it in whatever way works for you. That's part of doing money on your own terms. So I'm going to give you a lot of suggestions and things to think about in this episode, but I want you to know that you can take what works for you throughout the rest and bend and shape this to make it feel comfortable for yourself. And that's what I told my friends. I'm like, okay, well, let's Let's come up with some ideas of how a money date might be more approachable or how it might be more interesting. And so we batted around a lot of different ideas, a lot of different ways that they could have a money date, different things they could think about while they're doing their money date. And at the end of the conversation, they were like, okay, all right, like I'm convinced, Shauna, I will I will try this a couple of times. So they're going to try it a couple of times, report back to me and let me know how they worked. But I am just a big fan of the money date because I I think it helps you, it definitely helps you get in a better relationship with your money, but it helps you take care of some things that you want to take care of because you've got goals and different things that you want to do. And I, I often tell people when they argue with me about doing a budget or whatever you want to call it. You know, I don't like the word budget. I I love the idea of a spending plan or I call it a mindful money plan. So whatever word works for you, but you get the idea. People argue with me over budgets and I'm like, I get it. I get all of the negativity. I get that 
it's not something that seems enjoyable or something that you want to do on a regular basis. But the only reason you do any of these things is because you have got goals and exciting plans and a vision for your future and just stuff that you want to do. And so it would be like if we, you know, wanted to travel cross country, let's say, but we didn't have access to a GPS and a map, we would need some direction. I mean, we might eventually get there, but it's a lot easier if we know what roads to take and which turns to take and when to make a U-turn. And it's just much easier, right? It's, it's, a, it's a faster, more direct way. It's a less stressful way. It's a less anxious way to get to our destination. Well, the same thing around money. So the reason we do any of these exercises, activities, budgeting, planning, like any of this stuff is because we're trying to take the shortest route possible to get to the destination that we want to get to. And I think where a lot of the angst and anxiety and frustration comes up is we don't spend the time to think about where do we want to go in the first place? <laughs> like, what do you actually want to do with your money? Where do you want it to take you? And I think that Again, it's so easy to get stuck in the how-to around money and forget the heart, forget the why you're doing things to begin with, because that's the important part. And that is the motivation and that is the fuel to your fire, uh, especially when things get stressful or hard. hope that makes sense. So I think Sometimes it's easier to explain why money dates matter when you think about you and your partner or whoever you're currently dating or however you've dated in the past, you can understand this. Uh, you can understand what I'm trying to explain here. So let's say you're in a relationship and there isn't any intimacy. You don't pay attention to your partner or your partner's needs. And certainly sex, like that is not happening. You don't even have a friendship in this case. I don't, I don't know what you have, but certainly not a relationship that is going to last very long. I think probably you would agree with me, right? Like this is not your ideal relationship. So let's flip it on the side of it. Let's say you're in a relationship and you have intimacy of all types. You have a great connection. You love to hang out and have experiences together. You nurture your partner. You take care of them when they're sick or having a bad mental health day. And yeah, the sex, it's really good, right? Or at least better than average. I surely hope so. So which situation would you pick? I'm hoping you pick the second one for your sake and for your partner's sake. Well, let's take money and let's slide money here into this analogy that we're working here. So you could apply the same logic to money. You need to date it. You need to nurture it. You need to pay attention to it. You need to give it some love and some TLC. But most of what we do is we slide money in the corner. We put a blindfold on. Not in a good way, right? Not in a good way. We just ignore it. We stress out about money all the time. And it, it just doesn't work well this way. It doesn't leave you with a feeling of wanting to come back for more, for sure. It's like a bad date has gone oh so wrong. <laughs> and you don't ever, ever want to deal with it 
ever again, let alone see that person ever again. It's the same way around money, right? If you think about your relationship with money, if you think of how you interact with money, for most of us, it's this, it's like a, it's a, it's a tension. It's a, I like money, but then I don't like when I lose money and I stress out about money and I worry about money, even if I have money. Like it's this constant battle that we have usually fairly, very internally around money. So I I think the money date is really great to come in here and remind you that there's a better way to do things. It's it's funny, it reminds me of this time when I was putting together a money talk for an organization. And one of the ideas I pitched was something called money love. And it was this idea of loving your money and dating your money and giving it the TLC that it deserves. And they really pushed back on me. They're like, are, are you telling people that they should love money? I'm like, no, 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 no. You're getting the message all wrong here. I'm not talking about greed and I'm not talking about excess and I'm not talking about hurting other people or or I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about personally, from your own point of view, having the perspective that you love your situation, no matter what situation you're in. Because if you do the opposite, if you're constantly, chronically stressed out about money and, and not happy with the situation you're in, that's just going to recreate that situation more and more and more, right? It doesn't put you in a place where you positively feel like you can make changes or you want to make changes. There's no motivation there. If you don't like doing something, you're not going to do it over and over again. And money is something that we can't run away from. Like we just can't escape it. No matter how much I would really like to do that many, many times in my life, we can't do it. There isn't like an escape hatch. So the idea of loving your money is you personally being in a relationship with your money that that it comes from place of good feelings where you can cultivate that for yourself because that's the motivation that's going to keep you going towards your goals and towards that vision of life that you have specifically when things get tough, like specifically when it's hard to do this. So here's my strong POV about money. I already mentioned this a little bit, but you know, money experts, they tend to only spout about the how to, which is really the the head, the mental part of, of money, right? How to buy a house, how to invest, uh, how to save for retirement, et cetera, et cetera. And you only ask questions around the how to part, which is not your fault. It makes sense. You really want to know how to pay off debt or how to buy a house or how to start a business or how to invest and build wealth. But the answer to your question is a lot more than how to. You have to also deal with the heart, which is the why part of the question in order to have success. Why does it matter to pay off the debt? Now you could say, of course, Shauna, it's super easy because I don't want to have debt. Yeah, but how is that going to change your life? How are you going to feel differently than how you feel now? Like that is the juice, my friend. That is the important piece of the puzzle. So I can give you all the how-tos in the world, but let's just say investing. I can literally open an account for you. 
show you what funds to invest in and what funds that I think are, are best for you. But unless your heart, the, the why you're doing it piece is there, you aren't going to make investing a priority. That's just human nature. It's just another thing on your to-do list. So what does this have to do with a money date? Well, it has everything to do with a money date because money dates are all about the heart. They're about the why. They're about the relationship with money. They're about the dreaming. They're about the practical and, and gosh, there's just so much we're going to go into. So let me ask you a couple of questions and see if any of these resonate with you. Do you let your bills pile up until you have to pay them and then you do so very begrudgingly? Do you constantly fight with your partner about money at the wrong time of day and then you feel like you want to throw in the towel and just be totally done with a relationship because there's no way you're ever going to be able to talk about money without fighting? Do you feel like you're not good at money so you either choose to avoid it at all costs or you're on this constant search for someone to solve your money problems? I find a lot of money stress comes from the feeling that you should be doing money a certain way. Maybe how a money expert says you should or an article or blog post that you read says you should be doing it. But the truth is you should be doing it your way. It's your money. It's your life. They are your goals. It is all up to you. And that shouldn't be scary. That should be really freaking empowering. So if you want to create transformation with your money and achieve your goals, or scratch that really, let's say you want to live life on your terms. You've got to create a relationship with money that is unique to you and blends together your values, your vision, your heart, and your head, all of these things together, like woven into this beautiful tapestry. So enter the money date. Simply, this is just time you set aside to connect with your money. Yep, we are back to this idea of dating your money. The beauty is that you get to create this date however you like. It could be super practical where you pay bills, you check things off a to-do list, or more emotional where you journal or dream about the future and all the things you want to do. You can do money dates solo or you can do them together if you have a partner. There is literally not one single way to do it. That's the beautiful part. But let's talk about a few ways that you can that you can do a money date. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earn It provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. 
Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited, and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. I've been doing money dates for just over 10 years now, and they're part of what I call my money practice. And I like to keep my money dates short and sweet. That's just the way I like to do it, except for the first money date of a new year and the first money date after my birthday, which is actually in July. So those are times when I dream about the future year where I'm super aspirational Sometimes those money dates, I do something creative like a painting class, or this year I I went for a flower arranging workshop, literally nothing to do with money. But as I'm arranging flowers and I have my brain out of the space that it's normally in, 
I'm thinking about what are my money goals for the next year? Like, what are the things that I really want to achieve? And so I sometimes find that if you're doing an activity and you're also combining it with a money date, maybe where you're you're thinking about things, you're thinking about what does you know, what does my life look like in the future? What are the things that are important to me? What do I want to spend my money on? What relationship actually do I want to have with money? When you're asking yourself these types of questions, but you're doing an activity, it's great because your brain is out of the normal course of thinking of even the sort of environment that you're normally in. And I find that it just frees you up to explore these questions and think about these things from uh, like a different perspective that I think is, um, I I think it's healthy. It's like a fresh, it's like a renewal. (laughs) And uh, I, I really like that. And so this is what I mean when I say that a money day doesn't have to have a specific structure. It doesn't have to look a specific way. And I think this is another thing that is just so frustrating about money is because human nature, you really want the the checklist. You really want, okay, let me do A, B, and C things in my money date. And this is the way I'm supposed to do a money date. And then I'm, I've done it and I'm good and I can move on. And so this is what a, my friends were asking me, like, can we have the like specifics behind how we actually do this? And so I talked them through a lot of things that, that I'm sharing with you here in this episode. And they're like, okay, but how do I actually do it? <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, well, let's let's look at it for, for each of you. You know, what would be fun? Like, what would be an activity? What are some things you want to think about? What are some things that you that you want to do? And so you literally get to craft this yourself. So I want that to feel freeing rather than frustrating <laughs> and scary. So for most money dates, though, I'm going to be doing a few different activities. So number one, I'm going to be checking in on my thoughts around money. Where am I this week? It's like a temperature check because I know that my thoughts influence my feelings and my feelings influence my actions. So if I'm thinking something negatively around money, I really have to work to reshape my thoughts. So I I tend to think of it like, this, not that thinking. So let me give you an example. So let's say that this week you forgot to pay a bill. Like you are normally so great at paying your bills, but it was a busy week and just something happened and you forgot to pay the bill. You can really choose to think poorly of yourself, which is what most of us tend to do. So you might be thinking, I can't believe I forgot to pay this bill. See, I'm not good with money. I'm never going to be able to achieve my goals. I, I'm a loser. I'm, I feel so shameful. You can really get down this downward spiral, spiral of thinking about money. And it's not productive because if you have those thoughts, your feelings are going to be really negative about yourself. You're going to feel not good. You're going to feel um, unmotivated. You're going to feel sad. You're going to feel pissed off at yourself. Whatever feelings are going to come from that thought. And then your actions, you're not going to have good actions that follow. So 
a better way to think about it is, okay, all right, I forgot to pay that bill. You know what? It happens. It happens to everyone. It doesn't mean I'm a bad person. doesn't mean I'm not good at money. Just it happened. I had a busy week and I just forgot. So then your feeling towards that kind of thinking is, all right, not a big deal. Like it's not a big deal. We can, we can easily move on from this situation. So then your action is going to be something that's going to be more proactive. Maybe you're going to call the company and call them up and say, oh my gosh, you know, it was a busy week. I, I, it totally slipped my mind. Is there any way I can, you know, make this payment and not have a late payment? It's really important to me that I do so. And so you're going to be more, you're going to be more proactive. You're going to feel better about it. And you're going to have told yourself that it's okay. It's not that big of a deal. Everybody misses a payment. It does have no reflection on who you are as a human. So you have choices in how you think and then how you feel and then the actions you take around money. And that starts this really cascade for all of us. So, uh, you know, I think it's really important to check in on your thoughts and feelings around money on a money date because you want to unravel some of that negative thinking that might have happened this week. It could be anything. Maybe you got passed over for a raise or I mean, it, it could be absolutely, maybe someone made a comment and suddenly you're feeling really superficial about money or how you're spending your money. With the holidays coming up, it's really easy to to compare to to someone else to how they're spending their money or the choices that they're making. And it's just, it's it's so easy to put yourself in a negative position around money. And why it's even easier is because the whole financial system has been set up around scarcity, around telling you that you're not enough, there isn't enough, you're doing things wrong. So it doesn't even take a whole lot of thought to find yourself in that loop. See where I'm going with this? So don't overlook your thoughts around money. This could be your whole money dates going forward could simply just be around reframing your thoughts around money and telling yourself that it's okay. You're a good person. You're you're doing good things. You're making good choices. Yeah, you might make some bad choices here and there, but everybody does this. This is not just you, right? And so knowing how important your thoughts are is going to help you when it comes to the action part the actual doing part around money because you're going to be more motivated to do things like have these money dates. So something else I do on money dates is I think about what went well this week and what do I want to tweak? So for example, last week I spent a lot of money on groceries, more than usual, but instead of beating myself up for this, I just reframed and instead focused on all the great meals I cooked and the time I spent with my friends, like I focused on that piece. So yes, I spent extra money on groceries, but it went to these good experiences. But I also made sure to make some tweaks in my spending plan to a lot for this added expense that I had towards my groceries. So I've reframed my thoughts around it, but then I have also taken some action. And so I'm able to do this pretty swiftly because when I I do weekly money dates, you certainly don't have to do weekly money dates, but I find that weekly money dates help me make these 
uh, tweaks to my spending quickly, right? More so than if I just did it every month. I can't unravel things as, as quickly. Another thing I do is I, I check in on my money goals. Where am I at? Do I want to add any goals in? Have I checked any goals off the list? And I personally, I try to set one money goal per month that I'm focused on. I find for me, if I have like four or five things on my goal list, it just, it feels, um, it feels like a lot for me. So instead, I like to focus on one thing. I might also be making progress on other money goals, but I really have one main focus that I'm trying to achieve every month. And so that's just the way I like to do it. So again, find what works for you. I also think about what's coming up. Are there any big expenses that are coming up that I need to plan for? Uh, is there anything on the horizon? Um, you know, it's holiday time, so it's it's gift time. So I'm looking at like, have we set a proper budget for all of the gifts that are coming up? Do I have credit card points I could use to pay for some of those gifts? Like what are some really, you know, some some intentional thinking around what's coming up? And lastly, because I do my money date with my partner, we also think about are there any feelings around money that we were triggered by this week that maybe we need to chat about? <laughs> this is, I find, really important when it comes to like holidays and birthdays because you can set a specific amount of money that you want to spend and sometimes your partner might go over that amount a little bit. <laughs> and so it's really important to have these conversations around like, hey, are, are we on the same team or or do we need to change the budget or, you know, do we really need to buy everybody a gift? Like, you know, there's a lot of conversation, a lot of talking, a lot of negotiation that happens. And I find this is really important if you're if you're doing these money dates with a partner. So that's the main structure of my money dates, but I leave room for things to change or for me to do something differently. I really think flexibility is, is key when it comes to your relationship with money. Like don't put it in a box, like it has to be this exact way. Don't be so exacting. And this comes from me, from a person who is very exacting. I want you to be able to sort of like, you know, bend and weave and move and shape through these money dates so they can look differently every time. And that's what's going to keep it interesting for you going forward. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because, let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. 
Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. Hey, my name's Otis Gray, host of The Daily Book Club, a daily podcast where I read wonderful old books one chapter at a time. Simple as that. Whether you want to get engaged and lost in a fascinating story that has stood the test of time, or just relax to a good book, listen to The Daily Book Club to get wrapped up or unwind during your day. We'll read classic stories like Pride and Prejudice, The Enchanted April, The Wind in the Willows, beautiful stories all told from start to finish. And you can even do a real book club. Tune into The Daily Book Club Discord and discuss the readings with other book club listeners. However you want to listen, it's your choice. Subscribe to The Daily Book Club on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. New episodes every single day. So sit back, relax, and get lost in The Daily Book Club. Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international bestselling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become mentally stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. The biggest thing I want you to remember with your money dates is letting go of judgment and self-ridicule around money. I want you to use money dates as a reminder that you're human and overspending is not a crime. <laughs> you are not a bad person. You're not doing money wrong. You may have had some setbacks along the way, but newsflash, we all have those setbacks. We all have things that don't go as planned. We all overspend. This is this is just how we are. But what you're looking for are patterns that are unhealthy patterns. So are you chronically overspending? If if that is your situation, you're constantly finding yourself over budget. Use the money date to dig in a little bit about that. Why is that happening? What is the root cause of that? Can you get to the, the, the meaning or the reason that that's happening and work on that a little bit? 
So I hope you understand this, this balance. I want you to understand and accept that even the best laid money plans can go awry, (laughs) that there are bumps along the way. But what I don't want is for you to be in a chronic place of bad things happening around money, bad thoughts around money, being in, uh, you know, a financial trauma situation that is just repeatedly happening time and time again. I want you, I don't want you to be in unhealthy pattern situation. So I hope you understand the difference there. So let's talk about some ideas for a money date. Again, make them your own, but here are just some suggestions. You could play your favorite tunes while you're having your money date. You could dance around. You could be silly. You could have fun. Um, I've also known a couple I used to work with. This might sound really (laughs) out there, but they would get a big blank, um, like butcher paper, basically, and they would lay it across the kitchen table and they would get out some crayons and they would just start drawing different money goals that they have. They would write out words that were coming to mind of sort of their thoughts and their feelings around money. Like they just got super creative with it and took it outside of spreadsheets and things like that that can feel, I don't know, it can feel like it bogs you down a little bit. And they they thought, okay, well, let's go back to what we did when we were kids and, and different things that we would draw and how we would think about life. And so they like to do things that way. So just an idea of bringing some more fun and energy into your money date. You could set an intention beforehand, like the next 30 minutes, I'm going to be really kind to myself around money and not self-critical about the money I have in my bank account. So you could set some sort of intention that uh, you really want to kind of bring in right then or the next week or you know whatever time frame really looks right for you. You could use the time to upgrade your money system. Maybe you're tired of the old piece of paper you use as your budget that just doesn't work. Maybe you could invest some time in trying something new like Monarch. I've talked about Monarch over and over again, but I love them. They're my favorite budgeting and and kind of all-in-one money management tool. You could move your budget to Excel or maybe you like post-it notes, whatever works for you, but just you could use the time to really shake things up and say, okay, these systems are not working that I currently have. Let me try something new. You could use the time to practice your negotiation script. Maybe there's a new job you're trying to get and you think you're going to be offered it. So maybe you could practice in front of the mirror, like some scripts about, um, you know, asking for, for more money or think about how much extra you want to, you want to ask for in the negotiation period. You know, you could use this time to set aside to really think about those things. You could focus on evaluating your subscription, see if you have some you don't need and, and then take that money and move it towards one of your goals. So the idea is like in the money date, you could pick one specific area of your money that you want to focus on and just look at that without thinking about anything else. You don't even have to look at your bank account if you don't want to. 
You're just looking at one specific area and thinking about, is there a better way I could do this? Could I be more intentional with how I spend my money in this particular area? You see where I'm going with this. You could listen to something money related, like pop on a good podcast episode. If you're going to do that, you know, I've got a few available to you. (laughs) And you could just let it inspire you. Like, oh, yeah, I do. Okay, I could do this. I I could pay off this debt or yeah, I could start investing. Like, let me do this. Let me take one little action step in my money date. You could create a money manifesto. I love doing this. You know, you've probably heard of manifestos or mission statements that businesses have. Well, a couple of years ago, I decided to create a money manifesto, which was really like my statement of the role I wanted money to play in my life and how I wanted to use my money. So anytime I get stressed out about money, I have it actually framed on the wall uh, in front of where I'm recording this podcast episode. And I, I look at it and I read it and I remind myself, oh, right, this is why I'm doing all of this. This is why I'm doing money dates. This is why it matters if I'm mindful with my spending. This is why, because This is the relationship I want to have with money. This is the role I want money to play in my life. And this is how I want to use money. So it's just, it's a good way to just remind yourself of of what all this is about. And, 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 oh gosh, I don't know what it means to you. Like there's so many different ways we can interpret this. You could go to a coffee shop or your favorite restaurant. And yes, you can spend money on your money date. It's absolutely permissible. And you could use this time to journal and and think about what do you want to achieve in the next, I don't know, year or three months or the next month? What are some things that you want to learn? What are some things you want to get better at? You could, again, pick a focus for the month. Maybe this month I'm focusing on spending or I'm focusing on saving money or investing or protecting my money. Like I've got this one narrow focus for the month. I'm going to learn about it. I'm going to see how I can practically, uh, you know, help my money in this specific area. You could celebrate your money wins. Maybe you don't know what those are. You could start by creating a list of all the things you're proud of, like the small things. Maybe you had good money thoughts this week, or you got that raise, or you're paying off your holiday spending, whatever, right? But you're going to use the money date as a time to celebrate those things that you're doing really well. You could create your money vision. Where do you want to live? What do you want to be doing? How do you want to spend your time? And then think about what is out of line currently from that vision and what can you do to bring yourself closer to that vision? You can check in on your body during your money date. Use it as a little self-care time. Is my neck stiff? Is my chest tight when it comes to money? Like, what is happening? What am I feeling? What can I do to get myself out of that? Like I had a money date once where I literally just went on a five mile hike. And I, I'm thinking like, this is good. I, I'm feeling stressed about money. So I'm just going to go on a hike and I'm going to relax. That was my money date. That was it. Had nothing specifically to do around money, except that I knew I was stressed out and I needed to get outside and I needed to do something different. You could think about what spending habits you want to change. You know, what are, what are, maybe there's a specific area where you're like, 
gosh, I'm, I'm always spending a lot eating out and I want to change that because I've got this other goal I want to achieve. So you could use that time. Like what are some good habits I could commit to that will help me spend better in that specific area? You could think about what do you need to let go of? Thoughts, patterns, situation, conversations. And lastly, you could just use a money date to think about, again, what role do I want money to play in my life? There's so many different ways you can use the money date and you can incorporate it into your money practice and have it have it be just this this great time that isn't stressful or isn't anxious or or fearful. And I think the more you commit to a money date and the more you do them, the easier they get. In fact, dare I say, <laughs> I actually look forward to my money dates now because I know I will take care of things and things will be set and then I don't have to worry or think about money in between them. And I, that's probably the most practical way that I love to use money dates is that I tell myself, I've done the money date, I've set things up, like I don't need to think about it in between. I can just go on with my life and know that my plans are kind of automatically happening behind the scenes. And if something comes up out of the blue, I can... I can think about that or take care of that in the next money date, if it's not urgent, of course. So there's probably always going to be, I think, a bit of tension and stress when it comes to money. You can't eliminate that 100%, but you can focus on your relationship with money, you know, what feels good to you and what doesn't make you want to hide and scream every time the topic of money comes up. Like you actually have some control over that and that should be a bit freeing. So try a money date out. Do me a favor, not just once, but do it a couple of times. See how it works for you. Play with this idea of dating your money. How does that make you feel? What would it look like for you to date your money the way you date your partner or a friend? Think about it from that perspective and I don't know, see what comes up for you. So thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you remember there's a different way to do money. There is a way to do money where you can opt out of the negative self-talk and thinking for the sole purpose of feeling good and creating your version of a well-lived life. That is certainly my mission with this podcast going forward with everything that I share with you. So I hope that you are on board to do that as well. Again, if you're interested in having me come speak at your college company organization event, you can head to etmpod.link slash speaking. That link will be in the show notes. You can check out all of the information there. And if you enjoyed this episode, head on over to whatever podcast player you're listening to right now. Leave us five stars rating and review and help us continue to grow the message of this show. I will see you back here in a few days, my friend, for a brand new episode. <music>